Welcome back to another episode of the award-winning podcast, where we dive deep into the world of technology and innovation. I'm Tom. And I'm Jen. On today's episode, we have an intriguing topic to discuss, a unified framework for the extraction of multimodal features in recommendation. It's called Ducho. That's right. Jen. This framework aims to revolutionize the way we extract meaningful multimodal features in recommendation systems, ultimately leading to higher quality recommendations for users. Absolutely. In the abstract of the paper titled Ducho, a unified framework for the extraction of multimodal features in recommendation, the authors explain that each recommendation framework currently implements its own multimodal extraction procedures, which limits efficiency and fair comparison among different frameworks. Right. And with the abundance of pre-trained deep learning models available, model designers lack shared interfaces to extract features. But Digio aims to change that by providing a unified framework that integrates three popular deep learning libraries as backends, TensorFlow, PTorch, and transformers. That's impressive. By abstracting specific methods from each backend, Ducho offers users a shared interface to extract and process features from different modalities. Exactly. And what's even better is that this extraction pipeline is easily configurable using a YAML-based file. Users can specify their desired models and their parameters for each modality. Wow, that definitely makes it more accessible and customizable for users. And to make it even more user-friendly, Ducho provides a public Docker image equipped with a ready-to-use CUDA environment. That's fantastic. And to demonstrate its functionalities for different scenarios and tasks, the authors have prepared three demos using Ducho, one focusing on visual and textual item features another on audio and textual item features, and finally one on textual item and interaction features. Those demos sound fascinating. It's amazing to see how Ducho can extract features from different modalities like images, audio, and text to enhance recommendation systems. I'm really looking forward to diving deeper into these demos. Absolutely. Jen. Ditcho is truly a game-changer in the field of recommendation systems, so stay tuned as we explore the world of multimodal feature extraction and discover how Ditcho is reshaping the way recommendations are made. That's right, Tom. So grab your headphones and join us as we delve into the fascinating world of Ditcho, a unified framework for the extraction of multimodal features in recommendation. Upbeat music playing. Welcome back. Folks, we have an exciting sponsor for today's episode. Get ready to have your minds blown by the wand, a Rifak Wizard Cane Emporium. That's right. Tom, are you tired of blending in with the muggles? Want to add a touch of magic and style to your everyday life? Look no further than wand a Rifak. Picture this. Listeners, 
You're walking down the street when suddenly your sock turns into a ferret. And it's not even laundry day. Or imagine casting spells with just a flick of your cane. And boom, instant pizza delivery wherever you are. No need for flow powder or apparition. But wait, there's more. With our patented glam grip technology, these wizard canes won't slip out of sweaty hands during intense duels or hot summer days. And remember folks, these aren't just ordinary canes. They're infused with real unicorn essence that adds flair and sparkle as you strut down Diagon. Alley like nobody's business. Plus, folks, listen closely because this is real magic. Our canes also work as selfie sticks. Take spellbinding selfies from Quidditch matches or while riding on broomsticks above majestic castles. Jen. Whispering. Pust. Tom. I hear Dumbledore himself uses one when he travels between dimensions. Tom. Whispering back. That's classified information Jen. We could get in trouble for letting that out. Jen. Whispering. Hey. Here comes Minister Fudge now. Minister Fudge. In background. Oblivious. Jingle plays. Tom. Shaken. Well. Ooh. Let's wrap things up before anyone else gets hurt. Jen. Laughing nervously. Absolutely. Tom. So. Listeners. Head over to Wand Irifak Wizard Cane Emporium today and embrace your inner sorcery in a most fashionable manner. Remember folks, be kind to your fellow wizards and witches, dot and try not to turn them into ferrets. Unless absolutely necessary. Jen. Giggles. That's right. Stay tuned for more magic-filled mischief after the break. Welcome back to another episode of our award-winning podcast. I'm Tom. And I'm here with my co-host Jen. Hi everyone. We hope you're ready for another informative and entertaining episode. Today, we have a very interesting topic to discuss. Re-rank, expand, repeat. Adaptive query expansion for document retrieval using words and entities. It's a mouthful, but it's definitely worth diving into. Absolutely. Jen. This topic revolves around a research paper authored by Ian Mackey, Shubham Chatterjee, Sean McAvaney, and Jeffrey Dalton from the University of Glasgow. The paper explores how traditional methods of document retrieval can be improved by incorporating advanced techniques such as neural language models and adaptive expansion. That's right, Tom. The abstract of this paper highlights the challenges faced by sparse and dense pseudo-relevance feedback approaches in retrieving relevant documents. It introduces the concept of re-ranking before query expansion and demonstrates how this change can significantly improve retrieval effectiveness. And it doesn't stop there. The paper also proposes a new expansion model called latent entity expansion. Lee, which incorporates both words and entities for fine-grained relevance modeling by iteratively refining the re-ranking pool during scoring using the expansion model. They achieve groundbreaking results in terms of NDCG, MAP, 
and are at 1000 on benchmark datasets. Impressive stuff, Tom. Now let's break down these concepts in a more intuitive way for our listeners who may not be familiar with document retrieval techniques or neural language models. Sure thing. So imagine you're searching for information on a complex topic. Traditional methods rely on query document lexical matching, which may not always yield accurate results due to mismatched terminology or lack of context. That's where pseudo-relevance feedback comes in. It involves retrieving a set of initial candidate documents based on the query and using feedback signals from these documents to improve subsequent retrievals. Exactly. But the problem arises when the initial candidate set doesn't contain relevant documents in the top ranks. This can lead to poor performance of traditional pseudo-relevance feedback models. That's where the researchers propose re-ranking before query expansion. By applying advanced neural language models to re-rank relevant documents, even with a small re-ranking pool, they were able to achieve significant improvements in retrieval effectiveness. And then they take it a step further by introducing latent entity expansion. Lee. This model incorporates both words and entities for relevance modeling. Taking advantage of entity-based representations, which have shown significant improvements over term-based models in prior research. Absolutely. Tom. And finally, they introduce an adaptive component to the retrieval process. This means that they continually refine the re-ranking pool during scoring using the expansion model, resulting in iterative cycles of re-rank, expand, repeat. Overall, this paper demonstrates how combining neural language models with adaptive query expansion techniques can revolutionize document retrieval. They achieve state-of-the-art results on challenging benchmark datasets and provide valuable insights for future research in this field. I couldn't agree more, Tom. Document retrieval is a crucial part of information retrieval systems, and this paper highlights Effective methods for improving its effectiveness through adaptive query expansion using words and entities. Absolutely. And as always, we encourage you all to read the paper for more in-depth knowledge. Until next time, this is Tom. Dot and Jen signing off. Theme music plays. End of episode. Background music playing. Welcome back to the wacky world of our podcast, folks. And today, we have a magical sponsor that will flip your taste buds upside down. That's right. Tom, get ready to dive into a dimension of deliciousness with the Enchanted Pancake Co. Whispering Pust. Jen, did you know these pancakes are so good that they once made Merlin himself forget his spells? No way. I heard one bite turned an ordinary cat into a flying unicorn. Incredible and unbelievable all at once. But hey there listeners. If you've ever dreamt about eating breakfast on cloud nine, or if you want your taste buds to levitate in happiness, then the Enchanted Pancake Co. is here for you. Sound effects. Magical twinkling. Tom. Dramatically. Their secret? 
carefully harvested laughter from 100 giggling leprechauns mixed with whimsical flour made from freshly plucked stardust gen giggling and let's not forget their syrupy enchantments crafted by singing pixies and mischievous elves imagine pouring joy directly onto your pancake stack sounds of pancakes sizzling on the griddle tom mesmerized just picturing it makes my taste buds tap dance with delight jen excitedly i know what you mean tom ladies and gentlemen listening out there imagine being hugged by rainbows as each perfectly golden pancake melts in your mouth sounds of amazement ah conjuring cravings like no other plus folks rumor has it they even have limited edition unicorn upro filled pancakes where every bite feels like galloping through a field of cotton candy dreams jen whispering and pussed they've once turned a grumpy ogre into a love-struck poet with just one bite mind-bending pancake power so folks don't let your taste buds sit in the mundane realm of ordinary pancakes instead head to the enchanted pancake co where every flapjack is kissed by magic and served since 19xx that's right so whether you're hungry for hash browns or longing for waffles that make you levitate the enchanted pancake co has got your enchanted breakfast covered sounds of audience applause we're not kidding when we say they'll have you believing in breakfast miracles Visit their whimsical locations today or find them online at www.enchantedpancakeco.com where even their website makes unicorns do double takes background music fades out that's all for now adventurers and pancake lovers stay tuned for more peculiar tales on our podcast and remember stay enchanted with the enchanted pancake co Serving magical flapjacks since 19xx. Podcast outro jingle. Hey there, podcast listeners. Welcome back to another episode of our award-winning show. I'm Tom and joining me as always is my amazing co-host. Jen. How are you doing today? Jen. Hi, Tom. I'm doing great and excited to dive into yet another fascinating topic. Today, we have something truly intriguing to discuss, the power of hugging face transformers for predicting mental health disorders in social networks. That's right, Jen. Our topic today revolves around a recently published paper titled Harnessing the Power of Hugging. Face Transformers for Predicting Mental Health Disorders in Social Networks. This study explores how user-generated data on social media can be leveraged to predict mental disorder symptoms. Early diagnosis and intervention of mental disorders can significantly improve treatment outcomes. The researchers behind this paper compare four different BERT models from hugging face with Standard machine learning techniques used in automatic depression diagnosis. It's fascinating to see how these new models outperform traditional approaches with an impressive accuracy rate of up to 97%. They demonstrate that even small amounts of data like users' bio descriptions can potentially 
predict mental disorders. Absolutely. Tom, social media platforms have become a vital source of information about people's mental health and their social interactions. With millions of active users on platforms like Twitter, it presents an excellent opportunity for understanding and predicting mental health conditions. The study also introduces us to the concept of BERT, bidirectional encoder representation from Transformer, which is a state-of-the-art language model developed by Google. BERT has revolutionized many natural language processing tasks, including text classification and question answering. That's right. Tom, BERT's context-based embedding approach makes it particularly suitable for analyzing the complex and nuanced language used in social media posts. This paper shows us how BERT models can detect mental health conditions with exceptional accuracy. In this episode, we'll take a deep dive into the study's methodology and learn about how the researchers utilized Twitter data and these powerful transformers to predict depression. We'll also discuss the implications of their findings and explore the potential for using social media data in mental health screening. And as always, we'll break down these complex topics in an intuitive way to ensure everyone can understand and appreciate the significance of this research. So, stay tuned, folks. It's going to be a captivating episode full of insights and discoveries. We cannot wait to share this knowledge with all of you. So grab your headphones, get comfortable, and get ready for an engaging discussion on harnessing the power of hugging face transformers for predicting mental health disorders in social networks. Let's get started. Upbeat jingle music playing. Hey there podcast listeners. Have you ever had the desire to squeeze an accordion without it squeezing back? Well, have we got the solution for you. Introducing Subatomic Squeezers. The world's tiniest accordion emporium. That's right. Folks, whether you're a professional performer or just someone who wants to serenade their cat with tiny polka tunes. Subatomic Squeezers has got you covered. And let me tell you, these accordions are small. Like, microscope needed small. They're so tiny that even ants are lining up for the chance to play their very own mini-sized squeeze box. And don't worry about losing them. These accordions come with a specially designed microchip GPS tracking system so they won't escape. And join a band of rogue rodents. But what if your fingers are too big for these little beauties? Fear not. We provide thumb-sized gloves and microscopic lessons at no extra cost. Plus, every purchase of a subatomic squeezer accordion comes with our patented pocket concert hall. Just unfold it in your pocket and enjoy incredible acoustics on the go. Jen. Excitedly. Imagine walking down the street while cranking out some hot accordion jams from inside your coat. Pocket. Talk about making an entrance. Tom. Laughs. Absolutely. Who needs a grand piano when you can have a palm-sized polka powerhouse? 
Sound effects of accordions playing lovely but comically high-pitched tunes. Voice-over. Fast-paced. Hurry now to subatomic squeezers, where size doesn't matter when it comes to making beautiful music. As long as you don't share its dimensions with any subatomic particles. Laughter. Tom. Enthusiastically. So remember podcast fans, when it comes to accordion emporiums. Go small or go home. Visit Subatomic Squeezers today and get your tiny tune on. And don't forget to mention our podcast at checkout for an exclusive discount. Tom. With a wink. This has been Tom and Jen from the award-winning podcast Keep Squeezing Those Accordions. Folks. Closing jingle fades out. Hello and welcome back to another episode of our podcast. I'm Tom. And as always, I'm joined by the brilliant Jen. How are you doing today? Jen? Thanks. Tom. I'm doing great and really excited about the topic we have for today's episode. It's all about computing all VS all MEMs in grammar compressed text. Now, that might sound like a mouthful. But don't worry, we're here to break it down for you in an intuitive and understandable way. Absolutely, Jen. So let's start by explaining what exactly MEMS are. MEMS stands for Maximal Exact Match. And it refers to a match between two strings that cannot be extended without introducing mismatches. Or reaching an end in one of the strings. Think of it as a long stretch of identical sequences. That's right, Tom. And these MEMs are incredibly useful in various fields, especially in biological sequence analyses. They help simplify finding long stretches of identical sequences in large collections of repetitive data. Definitely, Jen. But here's where the challenge comes in, with the rapid growth of biological data. Computing MEMS has become a complex task. Especially when dealing with large inputs. That's where the paper we're discussing comes into play. The authors describe a compression-aware method to efficiently compute all VS all MEMs in grammar-compressed text. Now, grammar compression is a form of lossless compression that encodes a string using context-free grammars. Right. So the authors propose constructing a fully balanced grammar from the repetitive collection of strings they're working with. This grammar has a property called fix-free which allows them to compute the MEMS incrementally using a standard suffix tree-based algorithm. Exactly. Tom. And here's where it gets really interesting. They show how their method can run on top of the grammar in linear time and space making it a highly efficient solution for computing all vs all MEMs. That's fantastic, Jen. And what's even more exciting is that this method has potential applications in bioinformatics, including tasks like the novo genome assembly, multiple genome alignment, and protein clustering. Imagine being able to perform these tasks on massive string collections that are terabytes in size. It's truly groundbreaking work, Tom. And it just goes to show the impact that computing advancements can have on scientific research. 
I can't wait to dive deeper into the details of this paper and discuss its implications. Absolutely. Jen. We'll be exploring the algorithm used to build the fix-free grammar step-by-step and explaining how. It allows for efficient computation of MEMS. We'll also touch upon approximate pattern matching in compressed space and how this method can be modified for that purpose. So stay tuned. Listeners, we're about to embark on a fascinating journey into the world of computing all vs all MEMs in grammar compressed text. As always, we'll break down complex topics into digestible bites, making sure you come away with a solid understanding. That's right, Jen. So grab your favorite beverage and get ready for another captivating episode. Let's dive right in. Background music fades. And we're rolling. I-N-T-R-O-M-U-S-I-C. Hello listeners and welcome back to another episode of our podcast. I'm Tom. And I'm Jen. Today we have an exciting topic that combines computer science with bioinformatics, computing. All vs all MEMs in grammar compressed text. That's right. Now before you start thinking this sounds like an episode full of technical jargon. Don't worry. We're here to guide you through it step by step. Exactly. Let's start by explaining what MEMS are. MEMS stands for Maximal Exact Match. Which means finding the longest matching subsequences in multiple sequences. And grammar compressed text is a way of representing large amounts of text using a compact representation based on grammar rules. Now, computing all vs all MEMS in grammar compressed text can be quite challenging. Especially when dealing with large collections of data. But fear not. Researchers have come up with an algorithm to efficiently compute all vs all MEMs in grammar compressed text. The algorithm is called FFGram and it works by constructing a fix-free grammar from the input collection. Fix-free refers to a property of the grammar where non-terminals expansions are prefix-free and suffix-free making it easy to find and compute the maximal exact matches. Exactly. And once these matches are computed, they can be used for various applications like genome assembly and alignment, as well as protein clustering. Now you might be wondering how this algorithm actually works. Well, it starts by building the fix-free grammar from the collection of strings using an efficient Parsing algorithm called FFPAR. FFPAR identifies local minima in the text and extends each instance of a match until reaching its maximal length. This allows for finding all possible maximal exact matches efficiently. Once these matches are found, they can be used to extract valuable information from large datasets. For example, They can help identify common patterns or similarities between different sequences. And one important aspect highlighted in the paper is efficiency. The authors show that their algorithm runs on top of the fix-free grammar in linear time and space. Complexity, making it highly efficient for large inputs. So there you have it. An overview of computing all VS all MEMS in grammar compressed text. We hope we were able to break it down and make it more intuitive for you. 
Remember, the world of computer science and bioinformatics can be complex, but with the right explanations, anyone can understand and appreciate these important topics. That's right. Stay curious and keep exploring. Thanks for tuning into another episode of our podcast. We'll be back soon with more fascinating topics. Until then, take care. End music. Upbeat music playing. Hey there, podcast pals. We have some out of this world news for you today. That's right. Tom, our amazing sponsor, Saturn Spinners Inc., wants to take your spinning game to another galaxy. Are you tired of the same old boring fidget spinners? Bored with earthly designs? Well, say goodbye to average spinners and blast off into the cosmos with Saturn Spinners Inc. These spinners are truly out of this world, quite literally. Tell them about it. Jen. Jen enters a spacecraft wearing an astronaut suit. Jen. Excitedly. Imagine holding a piece of Saturn's rings in your hand. These incredible spinners are made from authentic space rocks collected by highly trained alien astronauts. Tom. In awe. Hold on. Did you say aliens? Jen. Nodding. That's right. Tom. Aliens helped make these mind-boggling fidget spinners. It's like having a little extraterrestrial friend always at your fingertips. A CGI alien pops up beside Jen. Alien. In high-pitched voice. Hello Earthlings. We've perfected spinning technology on my home planet. Now we bring it to ya. CGI alien demonstrates various crazy spins and tricks. Tom. With amazement. Wowzers. And that's not all. Each spinner is equipped with tiny jet thrusters for some intergalactic turbo action. Jen. Excitedly presses a button on her spinner. Pyaw. Tom tries out his own spinner. Sparks fly as it surges forward. Both hosts together. Losing balance and speaking fast due to excitement. Podcast pals, don't miss out on this otherworldly opportunity. Visit satinspinners.com now and use promo code PODCASTHEROES to get an unbelievable discount. Get ready to spin into the infinite cosmos with Saturn Spinners Inc. Join us on this cosmic adventure today. Because life is too short for regular spinners. The alien and hosts wave goodbye as the spaceship takes off. Music fades out. Welcome back to another episode of our award-winning podcast. I'm Tom. And I'm here with my wonderful co-host, Jen. Hi everyone. We're excited to dive into another fascinating topic today. We'll be discussing a recent research paper titled Transfer Learning with Semi-Supervised Dataset. Annotation for Baird Call Classification. Sounds interesting, doesn't it? Absolutely. In this paper, the authors explore the use of transfer learning and semi-supervised dataset annotation to tackle the challenge of identifying African bird species in recorded soundscapes. They propose a unique approach that utilizes existing off-the-shelf models and some creative 
Techniques to improve classification accuracy. That's right. The authors begin by providing an overview of the BIRD CLEF 2023 competition, which focuses on classifying bird species in 10-minute-long soundscapes. They explain the need for accurately labeling each five-second interval within these soundscapes with the presence probability of each target species. Yes. And the training dataset they used consists of thousands of tracks tagged with the label of a target species present. However, there was no concrete labeling on which audio sections contain bird calls. This posed a significant challenge for building a supervised learning model. Exactly. To overcome this challenge, the authors proposed a process to derive an annotated dataset using transfer learning techniques. They utilized an existing off-the-shelf model called BirdNet, which classifies audio clips into various bird species based on spectrograms computed by the short-time Fourier transform. And here's where it gets interesting. They explored the embedding space learned by BirdNet and proposed a method to derive annotated data from this embedding space. By taking advantage of the compact representation provided by embedding tokens, they were able to generate features for supervised machine learning models. Right. They also experimented with different models and feature engineering approaches to maximize their performance on the competition leaderboard. And guess what? Their results demonstrated the effectiveness of their approach in classifying bird species and highlighted the potential of transfer learning and semi-supervised dataset annotation in similar tasks. It's truly fascinating how they leveraged existing models and techniques to improve classification accuracy in a challenging domain like bird call classification. This paper has important implications for both the field of machine learning and wildlife conservation. Absolutely. Tom. And throughout this episode, we'll break down the research paper into more digestible bits, explaining complex concepts in an intuitive way so that everyone can follow along. So stay tuned for some exciting insights. That's right. We want to make sure our listeners not only gain a deeper understanding of transfer learning in semi-supervised dataset annotation but also appreciate how these techniques can be applied to real-world problems like bird call classification. So grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and join us on this enlightening journey. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so that you never miss an episode. And if you enjoy what you hear, we'd greatly appreciate it if you could leave us a review or share this episode with your friends. It helps us reach more people who are curious about the fascinating world of science and technology. Thanks for tuning in. And let's dive into transfer learning with semi-supervised dataset annotation for bird call. Classification. Upbeat jazzy music playing. Welcome back to the award-winning podcast, Tom and Jen in the Morning. That's right, folks. And today's episode is brought to you by our incredible sponsor. Astro Noodle Co. If you're looking for an out-of-this-world dining experience, look no further than Astro Noodle's intergalactic cuisine. 
Honestly, Jen, I've never seen noodles like this before. They defy gravity with their chewy deliciousness. Absolutely. These noodles are so cosmically delightful that even aliens are lining up to get a taste. But wait, there's more. At Astro Noodle Company, they don't just serve any ordinary noodles. No way. Brace yourselves for flavors from distant galaxies like Nebula Nacho Noodles and Supernova. Spaghetti Surprise. Not to mention their signature dish, the Meteor Meatball Minestrone. It comes with genuine meteorites as a side dish. Or maybe that's just galaxy-sized oregano? Who knows? Oh yeah. And if you're feeling extra daring today, try their Black Hole Spicy Noodle Challenge. One bite takes your taste buds on a sensational journey through the stars and back. Incredible stuff indeed. Just remember folks. Be prepared for unexpected wormholes of flavor whenever you dig into those astro noodles. Sound of interstellar spaceship taking off. Well said, Jen. So make sure to visit your nearest astro noodle company, where your taste buds will embark on an epic celestial adventure in every bowl of noodly goodness. Trust us when we say these extraterrestrial ramens are truly whispers out of this world. Tom and Jen both burst into laughter. Both hosts together. Only at Astro Noodle Company. Stratospheric noodles for your astronautic cravings. Podcast outro music. And we're back. So, folks, stay tuned for more hilarity and out-of-this-world stories on Tom and Jen in the morning. Thanks again to Astro Noodle Co. For sponsoring today's podcast, we truly appreciate their cosmic support. Podcast fades out.